from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Eric Atano and this week we continue our audio drama series, Celeste Silverna and the End of the Ley Lines. If you want to go back and re-listen, I mean, you can, but also... Previously on Celeste Silverna, Celeste, for the first time in her life, faced off in a real battle with a demon. With her newly acquired magenta power, she summoned an immense tower shield. Will she prove victorious? And is she alone in the wood tonight? Let's find out on Celeste Silverna, Part 3. <coughs> the Stranger. Exhausted was not the word. Celeste crumbled to the ground and laid flat on her back, breathing heavily. The tower shield shimmered and disappeared into the air. Whatever energy she had left that day, she used up every last drop battling that demon. But she had done it. She won. As she stared at the tree line above her, she reflected back on the fastest 30 seconds of her existence. Was that me? Did I really just slay a, I guess, a demon? I was so cool. I guess I could totally summon stuff or something. I was all like, I won't lose. And then I waved my wand and pulled all that magenta magic into it and was like, boom. And then I thought of that big old shield of wood and boom, it just appeared in my other hand. And then the demon was like, rawr. And it charged like, bang, shield bash that little so-and-so. Did I do a flip? She didn't do a flip for the record. Oh man, I totally think I did a flip. I just felt so dang powerful when, I don't know, my wand was charged up or whatever. <laughs> dang. Took that shield in both hands, brought it down on that demon. And like, bong, and it was over. <laughs> wow, I'm still breathing super heavy, aren't I? I must be pretty tired. She was. She didn't quite notice because her adrenaline was still up, but Celeste couldn't move even if she wanted to. She had pushed every single muscle in her body to the point of exhaustion, and they needed a minute. But she was right. She was quite powerful in that moment. Celeste had no idea how she had done it, but dang it, she slayed a demon. Are you so drained after defeating such a weak demon? Celeste's smile washed away. <clears throat> They're behind me, but I can't move an inch. She felt a boot kick the wand out of her hand. The stranger walked in circles, holding the wand, examining it closely. Mm, this wand possesses quite a power. I watched her fight with that puny thing. Very interesting. It seems you absorb magical energy with your left hand and your right hand shapes it. That shield was a neat choice. I wonder what else you could make. They became lost in their own thoughts, excitedly muttering ideas of weapons and asking questions about Celeste's ability. Hmm, is it based on region? Hmm, perhaps the terrain. Could this kid make something to challenge me? <laughs> I hope. Oh, what if she made a mace? Oh, that would be neat. The more Celeste listened, the more fear she felt. Their voice alone made Celeste's blood run cold. They gave off an aura that she could only describe as killer. As the voice continued to mutter and pace, the reality of Celeste's situation became clear. They called that demon puny? I put everything I had into that fight. Even if I could move, I wouldn't be strong enough to stop this person. 
but they're going to take my wand. I have to get it back. Even if I can't move, I, I have to do something. I have to... The wand disappeared from the stranger's hand with a flicker of light and reappeared in Celeste's. The stranger smiled. Oh, interesting. You want to underestimate me? See where that gets you. Celeste burned with that familiar fire. The wand howled. Celeste's right fist opened. The energy began at her fingertips and wrapped itself around her hand to form a metallic gauntlet. The beams swirled and danced around her until Celeste was clad in a full set of shining magenta plate mail. The stranger's face lit up. A horrifying mix of ferocity and joy washed over them. Oh, that's it. Show me what you really do. Celeste, hearing the challenge, but still laying on her back, responded, You wanna test me? Fine, I don't have to move to destroy you. An enormous hand reached through the ground, grabbing at the stranger's feet. They quickly leapt away and landed on a nearby tree branch. Keep going. You have so much potential. The behemoth rose from the soil and stood before the motionless Celeste, a massive, lumbering suit of magenta armor? Well, sort of. We, listener, would know this to be a... what do you call it? A mech suit. It reached down and picked up little Celeste and placed her in the cockpit. As she sat, she slumped forward in her seat, but was caught by her seatbelt. I guess I can't move yet. But you can't. The metal body turned like lightning to face the stranger. You want to see what I can do, huh? Well, let's go! The suit took one large step toward the stranger in the tree, its right arm cocked back, ready to deliver a massive blow. She was battle-hardened now. She knew she could fight. The magenta mech was her will made real. And she... She suddenly could it maintain her footing. She couldn't even keep her eyes open. Oh. Her body had reached its limit. The machine's arms dropped to their sides, and in a flash, Celeste was back on the ground, without any glowing magenta armor, fast asleep. She dreamt so much that night. She rode atop a whale as pale as moonlight. Together they cut through an ocean as still as a pond. She could feel the wind in her hair as she looked at the coastline in the distance. Just peeking out of the horizon was an enormous tree with silver, shining leaves. The waters are calling, O child of ruin. Will you gather my embers and wield the rage of the seas? Let me join with Magenta and restore light to the world. Now. Wake up! Hey, kid, you alive? Good. Now listen to me. I hope you enjoyed this installment of Celeste Silverna and the End of the Ley Lines. If you want to hear more audio drama type content like this, let us know. Tweet at us, post in our Discord, let us know how much you liked this. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week with an episode proper. Don't forget to listen. Uh, oh yeah, I'll say it formally. Don't forget to listen, everybody, after episode like 112, after the credits. I'm going to record a little audio drama that has to do with the show or the episode after every single episode from now on. And that includes this one. So uh, until next time, good night and good game. Picking on a little kid in the woods. My God, Delta, how far our fearless leader has fallen. You still live. Hmm. <laughs> 
Of course you do. How could you have been killed when you flee from every battle? <laughs> wow, a comedian. It's really been a long time. Heard you've been calling me a coward. You know, I like to think I've changed a bit in that department. You want to see what a coward can do? Why don't you pull out that ancient sword and I'll show you. Not today. I see you've picked up a neat little toy from the great smith of dragon. I've always wanted one of those. Oh, this. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't use this spear on you. I got big plans for this one, baby. You? <laughs> You're not worth the effort. Now, like I said, back away from the kid or I may have to change my mind about using this thing. Oh, headless. Be a good fool and make sure that girl presents a challenge the next time we meet. Oh god, you're so dramatic. Don't you have some dueling tournament to lose somewhere? Anyway, kid, wake up. Whoa. That wand is giving off some serious... Oh, I haven't felt anything like that since I used to walk with the Flare Star. Wow, that is old school magic. Oh, oh wow, kid. You really must be something else, huh? So, anyway... Wake up! Hey, kid, you alive? Good. Now listen to me. 